We're talking today about credentialing in particular, and we're talking with Neville Pattinson, the Vice President of Government Affairs and Standards in North America with Jamalto. Neville, thanks so much for joining me. Hi, Tom. Neville, just to start out this conversation, why don't you just introduce yourself to our audience and tell us a little bit about your role and your responsibilities. Certainly, Tom. Um, it's a pleasure to speak to you today. Um, I, uh, as you said, I work for Jamelto. I'm uh, actively involved in the government activities that we um, operate here in North America, specifically around credentialing. Um, as such, uh, I do have a, a special employee position within the uh, government. Um, I am a special advisor to the Department of Homeland Security's Data Privacy and Integrity Advisory Committee. And as such, anything I say today doesn't represent um, that committee or the Department of Homeland Security's opinions. I also serve um, as the uh, Vice Chairman of the Smart Card Alliance and also the uh, Vice Chairman of the Identity Council within that organization. So clearly, Neville, you're active in Washington, D.C. What are some of the areas in which you're trying to affect legislation? Good question. <clears throat> uh, I spend a lot of time um, really advocating for the use of uh, secure credentialing in government programs. And uh, over the last six years, I've been active in Washington, um, working on policy up on Capitol Hill, advising um, the government on the best choices to make for credentialing programs. So we look at um, all of the uh, identification programs being considered, and um, historically we've uh, worked on the Transport Workers Identification Credential, the HSPD-12 um, uh, credential for all federal employees, known as FIPS-201. We've um, helped and advised on the correct implementation of the USE passport. Um, and generally, we're looking at whatever credentialing challenge is identified within the U.S. government for either employees or for citizens. We're looking at um, giving them the best advice around how to approach identity management within those programs and how to create credentials that can um, offer the best in security and privacy protection for those programs. Well, this really is a great topic, credentialing. Big picture, what are some of the major challenges that organizations are facing? Um, well, uh, we're in the middle of what I call a national identity crisis. Um, we lack an important foundation in our society, which allows us to trust a person's identity. Our lives are also relying more and more on an online world. Um, we have no formal countrywide trust mechanism for, for presenting, <coughs> excuse me, or authenticating our citizen's identity in real life or online. We need a trusted digital credential an identity management system to enable an authenticated future at our borders for employment verification, for e-government 2.0, cybersecurity, um, and importantly protecting citizens against identity theft. Now, knowing who we're dealing with in our society is based on today weak credentials such as you know, driver's license, birth certificates, social security numbers, etc. And identity theft is you know, a growing concern. Many governments and commercial programs today face the same core problem of being unable to trust a person's identity and to authenticate they really are who they claim to be. Not being able to fully trust a credential today you know, or protect somebody's identity from identity theft, for example, is crippling our ability to enable so many programs efficiently and protect our citizens' identity. Our inability to present a trusted credential in our everyday world is alarming, and our inability to present 
our identity on the virtual digital online world is limiting the potential for e-government financial and commercial applications. Now, Neville, these arguments aren't old, certainly, but why are the challenges of credentialing magnified now? Um, That's another good question. We are already overdue in providing adequate protection mechanisms to address the problems of protecting our citizens' identity. We really must protect our citizens from identity theft and how to provide that trusted identity credential for both the real and virtual worlds. We must present a mechanism which allows citizens to take control and protect their identity. Several programs today are individually realizing identity is the key to moving forward. These are such as um, the initiative by the Obama administration on e-government 2.0, the need to reach out to citizens and to um, uh, give much better communication um, and authenticated communication between citizens and government. We have the healthcare reform initiative going forward, which uh, is very challenging and is looking at providing electronic medical records um, online. And there are some significant identity management and privacy challenges associated with that. Um, There's also the ongoing problem of uh, identity theft and account theft going on in the financial world. Immigration, a new topic that's running through the legislation right now, um, is really how do we verify who is a U.S. citizen and who is entitled to work. So the whole area of e-verifying, looking at employment verification, is is a hot topic that's looking at identity management. And then, you know, additionally, we have cybersecurity challenges. How do we really know who we're dealing with on the Internet? How do we identify people in that virtual world when today we have trouble even presenting their credential and trusting it in the real world? In terms of solutions, what type of credentialing policy do you advocate? Um, Obviously, one that empowers the user, be it the employee or the citizen, to be in control of their identity and to be able to protect their identity. From that perspective, um, smart card technology is a well-proven, trusted and cost-effective technology that has been deployed around the world in many uh, instances of applications requiring identity management. If we combine then um, other factors of authentication, not just the smart card, but also perhaps something you know, a PIN, or perhaps something you are, such as a biometric, um, you have a great deal of trust in the fact that we really are able to ascertain who is using this particular identity card. So with the presence of the card, with the presence of, say, a PIN code or the biometric, the card can perform an authentication that the user is present and then can authenticate and securely communicate, very importantly, to the online systems or to the terminal at the doctor's desk or at the the bank that this is the person that they really do claim to be. So for us, it's really about secure credentials that is based around smart card technology, perhaps with additional factors of authentication in our digital lives today. Neville, a couple of times now you've referenced healthcare. I know you've done a lot of work in that field. Could you discuss the credentialing challenge and potential solutions in that particular industry and how others can learn from them? Indeed. Um, the, the main goal of the um, healthcare reform is really about electronic health records, um, providing those health records online and to be accessed by all providers that, that need to get access to those, that information. This is a new era that we're moving into that 
present significant privacy and security challenges. Uh, we really have to ensure that we really have the patient in control of their records, not necessarily the providers. <clears throat> so on that basis, um, we need to look at having identity management solution that encompasses both patients and employees of the healthcare system. Patients issued smart card technology um, can then uh, present their credential um, at uh, the point of service uh, as they go to a doctor or an ER or something. Uh, that credential can then authenticate they really are who they say they are and it can also grant access to the provider to their online medical records. So without that access authorization, the information you know, isn't available potentially to the provider. Once the, um, the provider has access to that information, the employee using their identity card can also now access that information and provide accountability, an audit of who's been accessing this information, why and where, etc. So this, to me, is missing today in, in the current um, uh, goals of the, of the Healthcare Reform Act, uh, or bill rather. It, it really needs to have the whole area of identity management solved within the scope of providing true privacy protections to the electronic medical records of the patient and to provide accountability to the provider. And it doesn't just stop there. You know, once you have um, this information now um, available and the accuracy that will be achieved by not having to fill out forms all the time by um, presenting a smart card instead will allow accurate um, billing of that service that's been provided um, up to the insurance company. And we expect to see a much reduced number of rejections of initial claims on the basis that the information is now electronically correct as far as the uh, patient identification, etc. That should allow um, cash flow to be much better increased as far as the providers getting reimbursed for their services without having to go through uh, you know, areas of um, dispute with the insurance companies and so on. So claims processing efficiency should be realized and I think obviously we're going to see a reduction in paperwork throughout the whole process. and. Obviously, that means uh, speeding up of the whole process. Well, it's a great example, and you've brought up some serious issues here. What will it take now to seriously address the credentialing issues that we all face as a society? I think we certainly have to have first a commitment to recognize that identity management is really a critical factor um, in many of the applications we see in our digital lives as we go forward. Um, on, on that basis, we need to have strong policy that really supports the need for identity management going forward within these programs or within the countrywide initiative, potentially. Um, if it's in a, in a particular program, obviously that policy needs to look at the, the serious need to ensure that we know who we're dealing with, both at the citizen level or employee level, whatever the particular implementation. Once that policy is in place, then obviously there's going to be funding acquired. That funding needs to come from either the uh, stimulus areas, such as the, the health care reform, or it can become part of a fee process, uh, an application fee, much like American citizens go forward with today in applying for passport. There's a fee-based process or a driver's license. There's a fee-based process there. So um, once the, the, the money side is organized, then obviously it's down to deployment. And that deployment requires 
a very uh, strict and um, methodical enrollment of people into that identity management system. And once the enrollment is uh, is underway, clearly then there's an infrastructure that needs to be deployed that's now going to recognize um, these identity cards as they come forward. That infrastructure is not uh, a small challenge by any means, but it is something that has been done in many instances around the world. And the benefits realized by going through um, a deployment um, with a, a trusted set of uh, community operatives that are in that environment as well as the infrastructure to support that um, identity management group will provide and yield great benefits in you know, stopping people from uh, attempting fraud and speeding up the process of payment, etc. So I think really the credentialing is we face, the first of all, that realization, followed by then good government strong policy, funding, and then a rigorous deployment. Now, the one last question for you, and it's a practical one, really. What's a good first step towards secure, effective solutions in credentialing? Um, <clears throat> a good first step would be to pick one. Um, at the moment, we have almost too many identity management challenges facing us in the U.S. Uh, society, as I mentioned earlier. Um, if we try and you know, take a bigger picture and look at all of them and consider trying to solve all of them at once, that may not be that achievable uh, in the short term. So for me, it's really picking one of these programs and, and proving it. How can we ensure that we've got good, trusted credentials operating well, showing the benefits of um, realizing who we're dealing with? And I think you know, perhaps the healthcare is maybe the first one that would be a good first step in our society today. That one has funding in as much as the $19 billion of stimulus money that's uh, assigned. There is a critical need to identify patients accurately, to give them the empowerment to access their records, and to then have the accountability of those employees in the uh, healthcare system, along with then the payment system uh, efficiency. So that one may be the best first step. Um, there are others that are also good candidates, certainly around immigration. Uh, we see a lot of area of need at the moment to identify U.S. citizens um, within the E-Verify program to really ensure that we are um, having employers only employ valid U.S. citizens. And for that, there is probably a very strong need um, to upgrade today's U.S. Social Security card from its current um, printed paper uh, stock that we see today into a trusted digital credential that could project their um, identity accurately and, and clearly to an employer when they present that card and to authenticate with a biometric probably you know, matched with inside the card to show that they are indeed the person who has issued this card. So that there are you know, many options to take a first step, but I think you know, healthcare and, and immigration are possibly two areas that um, probably take a leading area in the, in the priorities that we have today. Neville, you've given us some great ideas today. I really appreciate your time and your insight. Thank you. Thank you, Tom. I appreciate it. And I think uh, we certainly have an exciting future as we hopefully uh, empower citizens to you know, be secure in uh, their future digital lives that we, we currently face and give them that security to be free. The topic has been credentialing. We've been talking with Neville Pattinson with Jamalto. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.